Morning, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and uh, yeah, continuing the pendulum swing in the opposite direction. We have two articles to get into. This one is a little older, I'll admit. The next article is a bit more recent. Two movers and shakers in the uh, politosphere and culture warfare side of things have uh, have apparently been taking their red pills lately. Hence the uh, custom thumbnails I've been making lately. This one. Uh, it's probably my least favorite ones I've made lately. I think the political ones are my favorite, but you can see the headline here. Bill Gates says COVID is quote kind of flu, kind of like the flu, and that the vaccines are quote imperfect. What a fucking tune change! Could this be, folks, the great? Red pilling of Bill Gates, and does anyone think this would save him? Now, I just, of course, Bill Gates is not being red pilled. Now, we'll get into maybe why he's changing his tune in a minute, and is he really changing his tune in a minute? And the second article is about Jeff Beanzoop. I mean, Bezos. I mean, Bezos. Lex Luthor, everybody. But let's get into this one first. Published by Cushy. Dot. It's a it's a independent news source. <clears throat> it popped up on Ground News. Uh, I was trying to find articles about this topic because uh, Jimmy Dore had talked about it. Tim Pool had talked about it. And I can't really find many other articles talking about it. So looks like I'm using this article. I can't vouch for its credibility as a news source, mind you. But you know, it is what it is. Bill Gates says COVID is, quote, kind of like the flu, and that the vaccines are imperfect. Posted May 5th, 2022, during an interview to promote his new book, Bill Gates said that COVID is just like the flu, hurts the elderly more, and that the vaccines are imperfect. Bill Gates explained, quote, we don't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate. We didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate. Fairly low fatality rate. You know what's funny? He's absolutely right. Over here we go to Google. Just basic Google, right? Nothing fancy, just COVID deaths worldwide. Here we go. Five hundred and twenty one million cases worldwide less than seven million deaths less than seven million deaths right now seven million that's a lot but for a disease that had the whole world grinding to a halt tell me does that really seem like a number worth shutting down when you look at the overall infection rate total cases right up here, you know, it says total cases, right? 521 million. Now, I don't know what this... Oh. And uh, let's, uh, let's just look at the U.S., right? Because that's what... That's pretty much all we care about on this show is the U.S. Uh, I know I have audience members from other countries listening. Listen, I appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys are a very small group of my audience, and I don't really know much about the political culture and setup where you're from. Uh, perhaps I'll look into that, learn a little bit more, 
broaden my coverage. Oh, come on. There we go. I don't know why that wasn't coming up. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh. Wow. So, in the U.S., 82.4 million cases of COVID. Under a million deaths. Million deaths. We irreparably damaged an entire economy, crippled it. By the way, 2019 reports were the greatest numbers of our lives, referring to the economy, because it was booming. Businesses were popping up left, right, and center. Mom and pop shops were opening up second locations and taking up mortgages. People were taking up buying new homes at record at record rates. People were buying new homes. Millennials were actually succeeding in the job market for a while. But then 2020 hits, and a certain woo flu moves into town, and we ground the economy to a halt. Now, there was a brief minute there, because we had two lockdowns. Not all states complied with the second lockdown. Most did, mine did. When the first lockdown lifted, we saw a, a, a V-shaped recovery, and then we got about five months off from elections. No, not five months. Probably two Two months tops because the first lockdown was like two and a half months. Some some states didn't actually end up leaving a lockdown, but a lot of states. So it's God, it's so weird to think about 2020. There was two lockdowns. Some states only had one lockdown. It was just a continuous lockdown. Some states had you know they did like the two weeks and were like, all right, we're over it. Fuck it, not nope, we're moving on. Florida was one of these states that after the election they were like, yeah, we're done with the uh, COVID. The DeSantis ran lifting the restrictions. And he won. It was a thin margin, too. But now he's one of the most popular politicians in this country. But, first lockdown happens. Most states lifted around the same time. The economy does a V-shaped recovery where it's just skyrocketing. And then we get near, nearer and nearer to the elections. And all of a sudden, lockdowns again as a second new iteration of COVID spread. It was Delta. Was it, was it Delta? Or was it Mu? Was it Omicron? I'm sorry. Was it Beta? There were so many mutations of the of the of, the, of COVID that you know, we go into the second lockdown. The economy crippled. It never recovered. Then you had politicians running on it, and <clears throat> you know all these conservatives want to talk. Even Trump was about how stimulus checks are were, were were a bad idea. Motherfucker, you ran on giving people stimulus checks. You know. You, uh, Bernie Sanders even ran on, like, I'll give you more stimulus checks. Trump's like, I'll give you $3,000 in stimulus checks. 3000 yeah. And Biden was like, I billion, billion, trillion. So you know people went with that option. You know, it sounded roughly like a number. But, <clears throat> back to my point. 82.4 million confirmed cases of COVID in the U.S., less than a million deaths. Not one million deaths, right? Destroy the economy, ruin a bunch of kids' developmental years. There's kids who there are reports about kids who will not have facial recognition or uh, the ability to, like read emotions and shit because during a vital point point in their developmental life, the masks were on and fucked with their ability for their brains to safe and register shit. This is largely between the ages of two and four, and I think four and six. 
this was a this isn't my expertise to talk on. I even would even know how to find that study, but I can't throw it into the description below. Um, it just I don't know. It boggles the mind. And very early on, people were saying this is flu-like. You know, it, it it affects the elderly the most. So keep the elderly safe. And these were the Republicans saying this. The right was like, we need to keep the elderly's, you know, safe and away from from the young who could be carried. And the Democrats were like. Even if it saves one life, masked up. Also, put all the kids, or uh, put all the COVID-positive youths into the nursing homes with the senior citizens. What the fuck kind of response is that? And this is coming from somebody. Now, my grandpa didn't die of COVID. He died because of COVID. Important distinction. Uh, my grandpa was in a nursing home for a few years, uh, it was about three, uh, and, and, you know, we went up, I would go before work and after work, so about twice a day, uh, we'd, I'd feed him, he had, like, these, uh, he had wounds on his ankles, you know, so we'd clean those up, you know, he, he tried to walk sometimes, didn't do so good, sometimes he'd fall, and he'd try to get up, or he would kick at his ankle, he, he had dementia really bad, so he, sometimes he would just, like, scratch at an area till it was raw, so, you know, you go there and you clean it. You, you gotta make sure you stay up on the wounds because, you know, they're laying in bed, sweat, lack of movement, plus open wounds in a bed. Anybody who's ever dealt with that kind of situation knows how bad that can fucking get. Um, so, for years, you know, that was the thing. Go there before work, give him his uh, protein shakes, sit with him, feed him a banana, some, uh, some protein bars, talk with him, show him pictures of the family, that kind of thing, you know. He doesn't know who the hell he's looking at, but moving on. Did that for years, and then, uh, uh, and and then they did the lockdown, right, where the family couldn't come in, and I was already like, man, fuck it, you know, because originally the right was, uh, the right was all about not wearing masks, was about wearing masks, and they're like, you know, you should wear a mask, keep it safe, and then when the left came out in favor of masks, it was like a weird switching thing where the where the right said, no, fuck your masks. Mean, I was just seeing these reports that were coming out of, um, oh god, who was it? It wasn't an American Institute, it was a European outfit. And, uh, what did I say at the time? Uh, who was, was it Jim? It wasn't Jim Thor. It may have been Sticks. Uh, somebody was talking about it, and, and I had looked into the study and bookmarked it and popped in periodically. And eventually it evolved into, like, the Israel studies. And then you're looking at that, and it's like, oh, well, this COVID thing isn't shit. You know, it's a... You know, it, it, it's real. It's taking people's lives, but it's definitely not warranting the response that we're getting. So, you know, I just... You know, I didn't fucking care too much. But, you know, they locked people out so that you didn't go see... You know, I couldn't go see my, uh... I couldn't go see my grandpa and give him his food and stuff. So... One day, he, we get a call saying he passed away. It's probably April 2020. Yeah, I know it was April 2020. Birthday. Birth month. Anyway. Uh, he had, he aspirated in the lunchroom. Because he couldn't eat real well. You know, he, he like, shoved, like, his fingers in his, down his gullet and whatnot. Uh, he was a choking hazard if left alone with food. And, well, that's what happened. So, as I, you know... I, I don't understand what the fucking sense of, of the of the nursing homes thing was. And I guarantee you that the initial first nine months of this disease, of COVID in this country, those deaths were in nursing homes. 
I guarantee you most of them were seniors. And a vast majority of those seniors were in nursing homes where they put these COVID-positive minors. And not to mention that, plenty of other downsides came of this. I don't know if this is widespread, but in Michigan this happened quite a bit. Um, so in Michigan, they let people out of prison. It didn't really matter what your crime was, they let you out of prison if you had COVID. And a lot of prisons just kind of released a ton of their population in Michigan. We saw crime in this state skyrocket. And they, like, you know, based on what I was telling you earlier, right, they, they wouldn't let you know, family in to see these senior citizens, but they were just shoving these COVID-positive people into the nursing homes. And this was going on in nursing homes all across the state. Now, I can't say with any certainty that happened at the nursing home, because my grandpa passed away shortly after all this, you know, like a month or a couple months into the restrictions. So after that, I wasn't really going up there. I would go up there and I would drop off, like, diapers and whatnot, but that would be about it. So I can't say with any certainty of the nursing home where my grandpa was allowed or took in these COVID-positive use, but... A uh, nursing home in Detroit did, and we got this really disturbing video of this teen repeatedly punching this elderly man in the head. And now uh, this teen had come out of uh, like a juvenile center. He uh, already wasn't, I, to my understanding, he already wasn't mentally well. And he was COVID positive. They put him in this nursing home and he proceeded to accost and beat this old man repeatedly. I have the footage right here. So we're on the Click on Detroit Local 4 WDIV from May 22nd, 2020. Let's look, let's look back at this. This is all going to tie into the article, I promise. Okay, Ben. It was disturbing video that went viral last week showing an elderly man taking punches inside a Detroit nursing home. A 20-year-old man is now facing charges for the attack, but now Detroit police are investigating a second beating video. Victor Williams is live tonight. Uh, Victor, what are police saying about this new video? Well, they're looking into that second video to see if it's any type of connection with this man. But we talked to some other people that have loved ones in that same facility, and they're telling me that no one should have been in the position to be a victim in the first place. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I was just so disheartened. Tanisha Nelson was not only taken back the first time she saw the video of the disturbing assault on a 75-year-old man, allegedly at the hands of 20-year-old Jaden Hayden, she was also terrified for the life of her own son, also at the same facility, Westwood Rehabilitation Nursing Center. I just don't want anyone else to have to go through that. Her son has since been removed from the nursing home, but she's worried about other potential victims. An investigation has been opened up into Hayden's apparent YouTube channel where other videos have been posted of the 20-year-old allegedly harming others. At this point, it's unclear if any of the other beatings were in the same facility, but State Representative Leslie Love questions the decision. To we have a future knowledge, of course, that uh, not all of them, but most of them were. To place Hayden in the same room with an older person to begin with. I think any dorm director at a college near you would think twice about putting a 20-year-old and a 75-year-old in the same room together. Wednesday, she spoke before a group of other politicians where she voiced her disgust on the situation, showing the graphic video. On top of that, Ms. Nelson has other concerns about the way patients are handled. She says even though her son has MERS, a disease that's highly contagious, he wasn't placed alone. And my son should have been separate. In the meantime, both Ms. Nelson and State Representative Love, or at least Happy Hayden, is behind bars, but wonders who else could have potentially fallen victim to this man. The investigation still underway. You want to make sure that environment is safe for our seniors? 
and Hayden is facing several assault charges along with theft of property. It's believed that he then took the victim's credit card and then went on some type of shopping spree. In the meantime, we are reporting live, Victor Williams, Local 4. You can read the headline. Well, I guess for those listening to it. Elderly man beaten on video at Detroit nursing home dies. Ah, oh, man. The victims and suspect were both residents of the nursing home, the facility told WXYZ in May. Quote, One thing we want to make clear on record is that the incident did not involve a nurse or any employees of the nursing home. That's important. Quote, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Hayden's father told Fox 2 in May that his son has autism and behavioral problems and mental health issues. Quote, I just don't want people to think that he, he's this vicious individual. He's got mental issues. Mental issues that led to him posting and filling his TikTok and social media with videos of him violently assaulting people. Not just elderly seniors and stuff, no. He, there was most of that. When he got put into this home, uh, most of his years it became him running up and assaulting elderly people. Uh, this one went, just happened to go very viral. The other ones were him running up on just people. And then punching them and be like, oh, you know, I'm special. Uh, Bledsoe's family is preparing... Oh. He's preparing to sue the nursing home over the incident, his nephew told the Detroit News. Kevin Bledsoe says the family couldn't visit Norman until last week due to COVID-19 restrictions at the home. Quote, he wasn't doing very good, he told Detroit News. Quote, I guess there just wasn't any, anything else they could do for him. Due to the graphic nature of the original video and out of respect for the victim, Global News has opted not to post any footage here. So, you know, I, a lot of people couldn't get in and take care of their seniors, seniorly and, you know, elderly family members. But, uh, you know, WWE was allowed to happen whenever they fucking wanted in the nursing home, apparently. But let's get back into the news. Saw suicide skyrocket in this country due to COVID restrictions and lockdowns. People in their homes were taking their life like fucking crazy. Also, side note, shout out to all the celebrities that when people were dying of, when their people's grandparents were dying of, of this scary disease that the TV was telling them every day was the apocalypse, maybe the best thing to do if you're a Hollywood celebrity is not to get together with a bunch of your child-sniffing friends and sing... Imagine there's no heaven. Are you fucking retarded, dog? Talk about tone-deaf echo chamber bubble life. My fucking goodness gracious. All these brain-dead leftoid celebrities coming out. Imagine there's no God. What the fuck? That's not what you should be saying to these people. They're about to bury grandma... And the next week, little Timmy is going to blow his fucking brains out for being locked in his bedroom all fucking year. While his friends and family bury their friends and family. That shit was so dumb. Plus, Imagine is just a terrible, stupid damn song. Tell you what, instead of listening to some socialist BS propaganda, why don't you listen to an American classic? Look up Ain't I Right by uh, Tony Robinson. That's not right. Just, just look up... Uh, 
or, or, or Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins, ain't I right? Look that up. That, that's some that's some good counter punch to the song Imagine. But let's get into this actual news article. I've been ranting for over 20 minutes here. And yeah, all that ties into this article because Bill Gates sat here and he was like, we need to do more lockdowns. You need to get vaccinated. No vax, no job, no jab, no job. You know, we, we need people to go out and get vaccinated. We also need to, you know, there's too many people. We need to curb the birth rates in this country. He also is heavily invested in a company that is uh, making technology that would allow a woman to shut off her egg fertility. This is a real thing. I'll pull it up later. It's a little terrifying. But, you know, let's just get into the article a little bit more. Gates explained, quote, We don't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease many in the elderly, many in the elderly kind of... I misread something, right? Quote, We didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease mainly in the elderly. Mainly in the elderly. Okay. Kind of like flu is. Kind of like flu is. There, okay, no. It shouldn't be kind of like the flu. Whatever. Kind of like, kind of like flu is. Although a bit different than that. Regarding the vaccines, Gates said, quote, This is where I'm going to get in trouble with YouTube, but I'm not already in trouble with YouTube. That's what I should go watching on. Gates said, quote, Once Omicron comes along, the vaccine is not reducing transmission hardly at all, particularly about three or four months after you take the vaccine. Gates' words are going viral online because the nation's top lockdown opponents... <laughs> We're saying these same things since the pandemic began. Many Americans and social media users were even kicked off platforms for saying these exact things. This is why I'm saying, you know, I'm not pro-censorship, I'm not pro-shutting anyone down, but we need to stop Bill Gates from spreading this dangerous COVID misinformation. Look at this blasphemer. It's another day, oh, and anything could happen. It's an ad. I, you know, I know when this was filmed because nobody's wearing a mask in the background. That's how these ads really, really tell you when they were filmed. Alright, just a couple seconds longer. Yeah, that's, uh... Oh. February when I was in a meeting. It wasn't until early February when I was in a meeting that experts at the foundation said, there's no way, you know. This, there's been too much, uh travel without diagnosis uh, for us to contain this. And then at that point, we didn't really understand the fatality rate. You know, we didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease mainly of the elderly, kind of like flu is, although a bit different than that. So that was a pretty scary period right. uh, where the world didn't go on alert, including the United States, nearly as fast as it needed to. Uh, my counter to that would be, it was early February in the year 2020 when we had heard there was some mysterious disease in these other countries, and we didn't know what it was, so Trump shut down travel from Asian countries. Because to what we what we understood at the time is this disease 
reports early on were saying came out of China. Now these reports, they were being spread everywhere. Then all of a sudden, just one day, the band hammer was like, no spread. Cease. Cease. No spread. Cease. Spread. And, you know, people's Wu flu was one of the earliest jokes about COVID. Like, as funny as it is to think about this, how, how 2020 went, it, it's still kind of fresh in my memory, so I'm processing a lot of shit from that year. Oops. But, we, uh, you know, we, we responded in early February by shutting down travel from places like China, France, and a couple other European countries where COVID had spread. And people were saying Trump's xenophobic. Trump's bigoted. And then they played this whole stop Asian hate thing. You know, like, oh, oh, stop, stop the spread of Asian hate. Uh, specific American lives matter, or Pacific Island lives matter, or whatever the fuck. You know, and they were in all these campaigns. Nancy Pelosi went on TV and said, You all should go to Chinatown! Go, go now! Trump's being xenophobic, go to Chinatown! But we had one of the earliest responses of any country on the fucking planet when it came to COVID. It's just our media smeared and attacked everybody who ran it. And I'm not saying this as somebody trying to defend it, I don't think we should have had a fucking response to it. I really don't. Countries that barely responded to COVID were outperforming us drastically. And then when when Florida, in like late 2020, was like, we're lifting all of our restrictions. We don't give a fuck. Everyone was like, that's it. Florida's gonna die. Bill Gates is one of the people saying it. He was like, well, this is dangerous. I People need to get out of Florida. That's it. Florida's gonna, gonna, gonna be a wasteland of death and despair. And Florida flourished. Their economy is phenomenal. Inflation is having minimal impact on Florida. Because they got back to work. And I think Bill Gates is just smelling that in the wind. You know, he, he knows something's coming. And he's like, you know, I gotta, I gotta get distance myself. People already know about all the Epstein shit. I'm constantly on the fire for that. Uh, my wife is talk constantly talking about our dysfunctional marriage that was going on behind the scenes for all these years. My credibility is shot. You know, he sees the tides changing. He he he's prone to he, he sees the wind and and the shift in it, and he knows he's been wronged. Now, this isn't going to save Bill Gates, and by no means is is he red pilled. Absolutely not. In fact, but he goes saying Bill Gates is getting red pilled in base. I, I did it for the meme, but he's not. He he's still doing. He's still on. He's still on that. He's still on that right there. All right. And we got one more article to get into. It's more of a laugh again. This I would my morning to be a little bit more lighthearted. I know this has been kind of heavy, but let's wrap it up. All right. Bill Gates, tragic. If conspiracies about me are keeping people from getting vaccinated. Also, he just caught COVID, by the way. Bill Gates said Friday night on CNN <laughs> that it is... Talk about two... Talk about a couple millionaires shot credibility. Bill Gates and CNN. If conspiracy theories about him are keeping people from getting vaccinated against COVID-19, addressing theories surrounding his involvement in vaccine production, Gates said, quote, the the one about tracking people. I don't know why they think I'm interested in knowing people's locations. That that one I still have to laugh at. 
But if it's holding people back from getting vaccinated, then that's tragic. I mean, is that really why? Is, is there a single person who is worried about getting vaccinated because they think this guy is putting trackers in? Is that a real thing? That's not a real fucking thing. People are not that worried about tracking things in their fucking vaccines. No, they're worried about the fucking blood clots, Bill. That's what they're worried about. By the way, Bill, that last article I read where you're saying that exact sentence would get most people kicked off the platform, I'm not even sure if me reading you saying it is going to get me in trouble. But then again, you know, if it is, it is. I'll just keep posting on these other platforms. I'm trying to expand and get as many streaming services as possible. But other people were kicked off for saying the exact same thing he said. Flu-like. Flu-like. That alone got people kicked off of platforms. But come on. Is there anyone really like, Oh, I don't want Bill Gates tracking me, man. Who the fuck is actually thinking there's tracking shit in it? Like, I've met people who say there's some sort of metal in there. Uh, it's like a graphene thing. It's supposed to make you magnetic. Uh, on my video where I went to DC, and I ran the same lady at the convoy, too. Um, she was going around selling these pins that say, will not comply, we do not comply, do not consent. And then she had the magnet test, where if you're vaccinated, you know, the magnet, the thing was supposed to stick to you. It, it never stuck to me or anything, but she's a very lovely older woman to talk to. She has a great sense of humor, and uh, whenever I see her, I always try to buy a pin or, or a sticker off of her. You know, she travels to a lot, a lot of those events that I, I go to, so it's always nice to see her. So don't, I don't want anybody thinking I'm, I'm attacking her, bashing her. No, 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 no. I fully endorse her. If uh, next time, I, next upload I do, I gotta try and find her business card so I can shout out her Etsy. Or I can go. I guess I can go back and watch my old footage because I uh, she shot herself on that. But I'm getting a little off topic here. <clears throat> yeah, I just I don't understand the tracking thing. I I I've seen it in memes, but I've never heard anybody. And I and I talk. If you follow me on any of my social media, you know I will hunt down QAnon people and start beef with them just because it's such a retarded... In my opinion, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> God, now I'm talking about an episode so we get me in all kinds of trouble. My conspiracy about the conspiracy is that it's a PSYOP. It's meant to get, like, the really gullible, you know... <laughs> There's a, a comedian who has a joke about some hillbilly... Uh, so desperate to to get attention that he says this bullfrog's Bigfoot. Those kinds of people, you know, the 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 kind of people who who thought JFK could have been shot by a magic bullet made of ice. Those kinds of people. The, the few people who believe in flat Earth, you know, QAnon, the game that plays you. <laughs> but uh, uh, even even they, I have never heard any of them say anything about tracking chips and shit. Is this one of those media uh, conspiracy theories they cooked up and they're trying to make a thing? Is that what that is? Because I've never heard anybody in the wild just talk about, um, I don't want Bill Gates to track me. I feel like this is just him trying to, trying to insert himself into why people are afraid of getting vaccinated. No, Bill, it's the fucking blood clots, it's the athletes collapsing on the fields that we saw, it's the career-ending side effects people quote-unquote didn't have. Again, this is, this is probably going to get my ass in a little bit of trouble. Oh, well. Quote, 
You know we've given billions for vaccines and saved millions of lives. If you think, if you just, ah, if you just kind of invert that and say, no, we're trying to make money from vaccines, you know, not trying to save lives, that's a popular conspiracy theory, he said. Gates explained that conspiracy theories are more of a, quote, fun to click on online than accurate information, and that, quote, simple explanations, end quote, are more attractive to people than science that is not widely understood. Oh, I have a big brain. I watch Rick and Morty. Bill Gates sounds like a Rick and Morty enjoyer. Doesn't he? Doesn't he sound like your average-based Rick and Morty enjoyer? You have to have a high IQ to enjoy the show. Anything Rick and Morty past, like, halfway through season three is just garbage. He said that many conspiracy... <laughs> Ooh, I see torches in the distance. Conspiracy theorists assume that, quote, rather than this, compl than this complex biology, maybe there's just some bad person behind this. Gates also addressed vaccine hesitancy and ways to increase vaccination rates across the U.S. This will be the last bit of we read of this article, then we're going to move on. Quote, Well, the hesitancy did go down somewhat. You know, initially, it was like a at 60% of the population, but, as they saw, their friends getting vaccinated, and very rare side effects, as they saw their friends being protected, and the people with severe disease were overwhelmingly the unvaccinated. Most people came around, Bill Gates said. Remember this. But as I saw, the friends getting vaccinated and very rare side effects. Rare side effects. Yeah. I remember when... You couldn't find this information on Google, and I'm not doing my fancy little Google search trick. It, it's not. This is... See, this is actually... But actually, you know what, just for, 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 for shoits and giggles, right? This was published May 6, 2022. Uh, let's see how... I can read this so I get in trouble. But blood clots became a concern starting in April 2021 when the government put a pause on the J&J &J shot after six women who received it developed rare blood clots and one died. Now, let's see, April 2021, let's see something. Uh, 2021 to April. 2021. Okay. Okay. Oh, fair. I got more. I got more accurate results than I thought I did. But yeah, rare. Uh, first thing this. What I do find funny is it actually got a little bit more damning when it went back in time, because here it says 28 cases of blood clots. And then I hit clear, and it takes me back to like the present day, where it just says. Uh, Concerns started in April when the government put a pause after six women received blood clots. So that's kind of funny. Oof. But yeah, safe. Rare side effects. Also, being protected. And the people with severe disease were overwhelmingly the unvaccinated. 
the people with severe disease were overwhelmingly the unvaccinated. Is that so? Now, in all fairness, Stephen Colbert, I believe, is set to return to his show tonight. But this man right here, this is my response to the 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 people with severe disease were the unvaccinated. This man is cringy as fuck, first off. He'd had this little musical ditty called The Vaccine. It's a musical. We'll play it for you here after the article. Or maybe the article will be gracious enough to make our eardrums bleed by having it already so graciously included in the article. But he's all boosted, and he brags about it, and he's already looking forward to his next one, I guarantee it. But Stephen Colbert halts more late-show episodes due to recurrence of COVID. Now, he had COVID, yeah, in 2020. Then he got vaccinated, and now he has it again. Now, we all know that the narrative went from, oh, well, it will keep you safe from, from getting it. Even if you've already gotten it, you have natural immunity, you should get vaccinated just so you don't get it again. To, well, a lot of people with it are, are, are getting it, but that's just rare. To, well, well, there's a 73% reinfection rate for the vaccinated. Meanwhile, the unvaccinated have a less than 8% secondary infection rate. And the version they're getting is like this, uh, and this is, this is me speaking on my ass at this point because I don't really know about it. But from what I'm hearing, and there isn't a whole lot of research on this, that's why I'm not really... Stressing to pull it up is just what I've been hearing thrown around in uh, the YouTube intellectual dark web side of the internet. That it's this new version of uh, of Koof Cough, you know, Wu Flu Kung Flu, that is made in the people who have been jabbed, and they spread it. It's like this custom version of of uh, of the Koof that mutates in the uh, vaccinated population. I mean, there's a chance that a vaccinated population could be a danger to not only themselves, but to the unvaccinated. But this is, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking too early, but uh, I've been hearing that thrown around a little bit lately. Maybe maybe I'm just speaking on my butt and trying to get in trouble on YouTube, but I'm pretty certain I'm hearing that tossed around a lot lately. I wouldn't quote me on it, but I think it was Brett or Eric Weinstein who talked about it. Whichever one's the evolutionary biologist. I've heard that idea thrown around a lot lately. Of course, anything you look up about it would be dismissive. But usually how it all starts, right? Dismissive, and you give it six months, and it's real. It's like a Babylon Bee thing. You know, Babylon Bee writes a joke article today. Honest, art, true article tomorrow. But, look at this. This man fully jabbed up. Fully vaxxed up, and had to take uh, quite a while off the show. Exactly a week after returning to the Late Show, after a bout of COVID-19, host Stephen Colbert is canceling the taping of more episodes due to a, a reoccurrence. The highly contagious virus. I thought if you were vaccinated, it wasn't highly contagious. I also thought you couldn't get it again. Fuck. <clears throat> Quote, Stephen is experiencing symptoms com consistent. With the reoccurrence of COVID. Now, yeah, some people say it exists, some people say it doesn't exist. It does exist. It's called long COVID. It's a, a series of prolonged symptoms your body's working on. Mind you, COVID's a bioweapon. Your body has to work through it. It's not the most deadly bioweapon. It's like a draft one that got leaked out. Oh, topical humor right there, right? And 
you know, sucked. But it definitely wasn't the final product. Make it that ominous little ditty, what you will. Quote, out of an abundance of caution for his staff, guest, and audience, he will be isolating for a few additional days. The Late Show will not be taping new episodes until further notice, the tweet said. The Emmy winning, the Emmy winner, who had returned to his late night desk last week, also tweeted, worst sequel ever. And there's a tweet right there. It's unclear whether Coburg contracted the disease anew or never fully recovered from his first bout with it. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say that reinfections, meaning a person was infected, recovered, then later became infected again, can occur, although most individuals will have some protection from repeat infections. Darn. But, you know, before we wrap it up, I want to leave you guys with just the most head-shaking cringe on the planet. The most unbearable thing you'll have to sit through. the way the vaccine is changing the scene in our new recurring segment, The Vac Scene. <laughs> Longer. Longer. Stall. Why the can can, you ask? Uh. Let's see. Is it in here? Oh, is it? Is, did they not put it? Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, uh, yeah, they most certainly did. Enjoy. I'm so sorry. The vaccine! Sorry, uh, <laughs> that's it, I'm not gonna, fuck you guys, I'm gonna make you sit through the rest of that, that's, God, oh, is that not, like, the cringiest thing you've ever seen? Like, people actually watch this, like, I, I want to see the faces of the crowd, also, I can't help but notice, there is, like, how do you get so many people in a room to not wear a mask these days? I feel like I can't go anywhere without at least one or two people wearing a mask. And, you know, something I've been thinking about, because I've been to 
So, in the last couple months, right, I've been to a wedding, and I've been to a funeral, and a couple other, like, family gatherings, and I can't help but shake how fucking... This is gonna sound weird, right? Uh, it might be a bad take, but I think it's kind of selfish the way that people are, are showing up to these weddings wearing fucking masks and to these funerals wearing masks, right? It's like, you take them off to eat, right? Like, these people are going to these funerals, and this is really annoying me, right? People will go to these family gatherings, you know, it's like, you know, a lot of these family members, this is the first time they're seeing you since, like, 2019 or before that, you know, the pandemic came, they weren't traveling for a while, you know, you know, this is the first time they see you, and the only time they see the rest of your fucking face is when you're shoveling fucking food in it, sitting in the f at the table with the same people you're wearing a mask around, breathing the same fucking oxygen with the people that you're sitting around eating. But then when you're done eating, you put your fucking mask on for every fucking photo. But you'll sit there, you'll have your mask off while, while you're eating, right? You'll, you'll walk around, you get a refill, and then you'll just take it off, you'll put it on and off. There's people I'll watch at like a, I, saw, I noticed at a funeral, there's people who will fucking... They'll take the mask off, but when it comes to when the photo cameras and like, like when it comes to take a photo, they put the mask back on. It's like, dude, fuck you. That is so goddamn selfish. Because these, this is a family gathering. These photos are gonna go online. They're gonna go in a photo album. They're gonna live forever. And now, just because you wanted to fucking virtue signal in a photo, that photo is gonna forever be dated, and people are gonna look at that generations from now. People are gonna look at that fucking mask in your fucking face and wonder why the fuck are you wearing that. You have forever dated that photo and stolen the attention away from the purpose of the photo, which is like so-and-so's wedding or so-and-so's funeral to who the why is this lady wearing a mask there? Hey, why is this baby wearing that thing on its face? It's just going to look fucking retarded and you're going to take up the attention of an event that's not about you. But you don't have a problem not wearing it when you're eating or you're having a cigarette or whenever it's not convenient for you. But then you gotta have it on every other minute. You know, lately you'll take it off for half an hour and you'll start talking to people and not wearing it. And it's like, let's do a photo. And then you put your fucking mask on just so you get, have it on in the photo. Fuck you. You piece of shit. You just repugnant, repuse, refuse of fucking society. You absolute pox on the asshole puckered of humanity. You just fucking disturb me. You really do. Like, I don't typically care when an adult wears... Now, I'll give a parent some shit when their kids are masked up. You know, like, uh, like for example, I was in Myers a couple weeks ago, and, you know, I donate... I do plasma donations. I post it on my Twitter when I do it. Uh, but I haven't really been using my Twitter as much as I did. It was fun for, like, the first week, but now I'm already bored of Twitter. That's my problem with social media apps, is I get bored of them, and I just ditch them. Same thing with, like, messaging apps. And it's not like I'm tired of talking to people. I'm just tired of, like, talking to people through the phone, so I quit checking it. It's the dumbest shit, but... Anyway. Uh, there was this mo this kid, you know, he's there. And the mom's not wearing a mask, but this little kid is. And the kid's like, I don't want to wear this. And the mom's like, you need to wear it to stay safe. He goes, you're not wearing one. And the mom's like... The mom says, well, I, I am an adult. I don't have to. I already had it. And he goes, well, I'm sh I got the vaccine. I don't need to wear my mask. And they're like arguing with it, right? And I'm walking by, it's none of my fucking business, but I feel, I feel for the kid, right? And first off, man, a lot of these kids, these kids who've been being forced to mask up, there's a lot of kids who are just sitting there taking it, and this is really going to be a litmus test for the kids you got to keep an eye out on when they become teenagers. 
Because a lot of these kids who are like 10 right now, and they're being like, I don't want to wear this shit. I'm going to pull it under my nose. I'm going to argue about wearing it. When they turn like 15 and they realize like, like, oh shit, man, there's a reason why dad ain't here with mom. I bet, man. Fuck you. I'm wearing your fucking mask. No, I ain't doing anything you fucking tell me. You're going to see like a, a grunge revival in this country, at least attitude-wise. And that's one thing I want to look forward to. Is all these kids who parents... Like, the same way the government was forcing its will on its citizenry, these parents were forcing their will on their kids, which was just the government's will. You know, like, these kid, these parents are like, you're going to wear the mask here. You're going to wear it. You're never going to take it off. I saw a mom, this kid sneezed, and she took her fuck. This is, like, a year ago, mind you. This kid, like, sneezed, and she was like, there's boogers in my mask. And the mom wouldn't let her take her mask off. And the kid was, like, crying about how gross it was because she had boogers running all over her face and her mask. It's just the, the shit like that, right? You're going to have these group of kids who are just going to be like, fuck these parents. And I'm going to be laughing. You're going to have a whole generation of kids that just out of spite are going to be the absolute opposite of their folks. And that's going to make me fucking laugh so hard. Right, you have all these, like, the... And you already know, I don't need to pretend. Do you really think there's many conservative parents, uh, conservative moms and dads in this country making their kids wear masks and shit right now? No. It is the far-gone, blue-check Liberati types. These absolute checked-out zombies. These walking pole mongers. Right, right, these fucking mouth breathers. They're gonna be these liberal fucking parents, some liberal mom, who's gonna have this kid, and this kid's gonna be like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm gonna do everything the opposite of this fucking bitch. And he's gonna, or, or you're gonna have these really weak dads, who, you know, you have this kid, who's gonna be like, man, my dad can't do shit. I'm gonna do whatever I want and see what he does about it. And when the dad does nothing, because he's like, I, oh, I don't wanna challenge you. The kid's gonna run fucking wild. Or alternatively, you're gonna have a bunch of kids that are just gonna go the complete opposite. The parents become super duper conservatives, or super duper duper liberals like Big L. Like, I don't need a fucking government to tell me what to do. I just like I don't need my parents to tell me what to do. Because when these kids are get older, right? Just think like last year, right? All these things coming out now about the vaccine were conspiracy theories. Ivermectin, horse dewormer, blood clots were a conspiracy theory. The idea that it came from China was a conspiracy theory. It was kicked off the internet. All that stuff, right? But every one of those narratives has been fucking busted and debunked. More and more about Fauci has come out, like the Beagle stuff of Fauci, the stuff in the 80s with him lying about AIDS research when he was saying that government position in the 80s. You know, every day, all those things that were called conspiracies in 2020 and 2021 are being confirmed as things goes on, including the Biden laptop and so many more things like that. That these kids are going to look at all this information Look at their fucking parents and be like, you made me do all this shit for nothing. And then they're going to be like, no, you were taking orders from the government. The government made us do this shit for nothing. And boom, a whole generation of anarchists was born. Ushering in a new era. I think it could work. I think it could work. That's why I, I avoid black pills. I tell people this on a regular. Avoid black pills, oops, avoid black pills at all fucking costs. Because that shit's just going to poison you. It's going to turn you bitter, turn you sour. You're going to go looking for trouble. You're going to want to fight. You're going to be super defeatist and have no will to fight. And that's the attitude they want you to have so that you don't fight back. Remember, they are propagandizing the fuck out of people left, right, and center. This whole thing right here. This. Oh, no. <laughs> that was class A propaganda. 
That's all that was. You just watched a whole bunch of propaganda and we made fun of it. But now it is important. Ask yourself, what's important to me? And then look for ways that that could be exploited to fuck you up. People are getting good at spotting grifters. They really are. And grifters are big propagandists themselves in a way. Because they're just going to spread a message to, to appeal and get people thinking one way, even if it's a message that they don't think. Just for a profit or an ulterior motive. Government does the same thing. You know? But, that was kind of it, you know? I uh, I know I said there was this thing uh, about Jeff Bezos. I guess there still is. This episode's running like an hour long, and I didn't want to run an hour long, but, you know, it is what it is. Jeff Bezos rips Biden's misdirection on inflation, says Manchin saved Dems from themselves. Bezos said Biden's misdirection on inflation hurts the country by Michael Lee, but I don't want this episode to be an hour long, so I'm just going to wrap this up here. Uh, the psychiatry can tie into another episode I'm doing later on. So, we'll come back to this. Uh, but, you know, wraps up this first episode for the day. I'm your host, James Madison, and this has been Inside Four Walls, and I will catch you guys later. Deuce. Hi! Welcome to YouTube. Thanks, it's great to be here. I'm just gonna upload my video right now. Let me see it first. Oh, wow. No, you can't post that. Why not? I don't agree with that. Nope. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm uploading my video. All right, that's a warning, pal. Dude, you need to relax. Flag! What? Okay, you wanna get crazy? Boom, boom, double flag. There goes your video. Did you just cancel me? Alright, I'm gonna be leaving now. Where are you going? To a place where I can't get cancelled and they celebrate free speech. <laughs> uh, but in fantasy land. It's not fantasy land, it's called Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need those for the next person. Got you. Good luck, buddy. Thanks.